The Dental Practice Fixers podcast is brought to you by the Meadow Center for Dental Practice Success. To find out how we can help increase the success of your practice, check out meadow.com or call us at 1-800-258-0060. I'm Dr. Richard Maddo, co-founder of the Maddo Center for Dental Practice Success, and welcome to the next edition of the Dental Practice Fixer Podcast. Got some great stuff for you today, and uh, if this is your first or second or third time listening, I just want to let you know at the Maddo Center, we have been helping dentists, team members, practices um, increase their revenues and enjoy dentistry more for over 30 years, and we'd love to help you. So let's get it rocking. But first, I do want to remind you that the Matto Center, one of the many ways that we save money every single month is by using Stacks for our credit card processing because they do not charge that nasty, nasty overage percentage. They just charge a low, flat monthly fee. And that's one of the many reasons we love Stacks. Their tech is cool. Their customer interfacing and service is great. But let's face it, the main thing we love about them is that we save money, hundreds, thousands every month because of their low flat monthly fee. So if you want to learn more and get going with Stacks, just go to maddo.com slash save. They'll actually analyze your credit card statement and let you know if you can save money or not. If you can't, they'll say, hey, don't use Stacks. And if you can, they'll say, this is how you do the seamless transition. So again, go to maddo.com slash save to find out more. Okay, today's podcast is based on an e-letter that I recently wrote. And if you're not a subscriber to our e-letters, I probably write four or five per week. Um, you know, some of them, of course, tell you about upcoming webinars, seminars, coaching opportunities, but most of them are practice management lessons, ways to treat patients better, provide a memorable experience, just great tips for team meetings, et cetera, et cetera. And if you're not a subscriber, just go to maddo.com, M-A-D-O-W.com, and scroll all the way down to the bottom of the homepage, and you can just click on a link, and you'll get signed up for our e-newsletter. We don't spam you. We don't sell the list. We don't do anything like that. You'll just hear from me three, four times per week. Um, usually a great little nugget to use in your practice. And if you do that, or if you already do that, uh, you will know that many of my e-letters are based on real life experiences. And then on the podcast, sometimes I expand on them a bit. So I love customer service stuff, things that happen at restaurants, hotels, with service people like plumbers and dry cleaners, whatever. We always learn from excellent customer service and we always learn from poor customer service. So I'm going to tell you about a recent stay. It was at the Aloft Hotel in Delray Beach, Florida. They were kind of both there. One thing I didn't like and one thing I really liked a lot. And we can use both of these to serve our patients better. So, okay, first, I checked in kind of late at night. The guy at the desk was seemed like a cool guy. He gave me some breakfast coupons, blah, 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 all those good things. But I got to my room, and it was a really weird room. It was on the second floor of the hotel. And that happened to be where the pool was located. And I opened one of the windows and right there, I mean, right there was like this swinging kind of um, chaise lounge pool chair thing. I mean, it was like right in the window, like a little cove. It was late at night. I'm thinking this could be asking for trouble, but I didn't feel like changing my room. And I, I you know, the pool was closed, so I wasn't too worried about it. But sure enough, around midnight, some drunk idiot sits in that chair, plops himself down and is yapping on his cell phone. And it felt like the guy was in my room. 
And after about 15 minutes of this, when I was getting ready to complain and, and ask for a different room, he finally went away. So, okay. I don't know why I didn't change the rooms to begin with. You know, I think that's a lesson also when you're in a hotel room. If there's something right away you don't like about it, ask the change before you even unpack. I should know that by now with all the travel I do, but I didn't do it. And then the next morning, I go to put the window up and I'm, you know, getting out of the shower and there's a little note on the inside of the window that you can see if you're staying in that room that says, um, you know, this is a pool view room and the windows have been tinted for your protection. But I didn't believe it. So I went outside, I went into the pool and looked in the window and sure enough, it wasn't tinted. I mean, maybe a tiny bit you could see right in my room. If I had been walking around buck naked, I guess it would have scared all the people in the pool away. I'm not sure what would have happened. But here's the thing. As I've learned from, again, many years of travel, the people at the front desk at hotels, they know every room. This was not a large hotel. It wasn't like a hotel in Vegas with 5,000 rooms. There were probably a couple hundred rooms. And this guy knew very well that he was giving me this room that was right on the pool without tinted windows, with a big chair right in my window that some drunk idiot was going to get in that night. And he gave me the room anyway. I went down to the desk. That I call it actually the front desk. It was a different person there. She switched my room right away. The hotel was not booked. And I'm thinking, why didn't they just give me the good room to begin with? I didn't understand why he did this. I, there's no question he knew this was a crap room or had some bad things to it. And the hotel was not booked again. So why didn't they just give me the good room to begin with? Which, you know, kind of made me think when we're dealing with our patients, we got to give it our absolute best effort every single time. If something is mediocre or not great, we cannot put up with it. We can't let it pass it. You know, whether it's an impression or a restoration or an experience they have in our practice, whatever it is, we cannot put up with mediocrity. We have to give our absolute best effort every single, single, single time. Okay, so that's one lesson. Now, I changed rooms. It's about seven in the morning. I'm going to breakfast the next day at the Aloft uh, breakfast bar. And I'm sitting there and I'm determined to have a healthy, healthy, healthy breakfast. I have to admit, I hate to admit, I had done a few days of unhealthy eating, visiting the kids in Florida and the granddaughter and all those fun things and going out and go bringing in and going to a birthday party. I, I was feeling pretty unhealthy. So I was determined to at least get started with a good, healthy breakfast. Okay. So I placed my order, omelet with mushroom, peppers, and tomato, check. No cheese, check. No oil, check. No fat-laden breakfast meat, check. No incredibly delicious fried potatoes, check. This was a breeze. I'm going to get a nice, healthy vegetable omelet without cheese, without oil, without bacon, without even bread, just a little fruit couple on the side. I am psyched. The coffee's good. Things are great. So I fill out my little checklist and I hand it to the smiling and extremely enthusiastic woman behind the counter. Don't forget this. I'm saying this for a reason. Extremely enthusiastic. And she says, oh, you forgot to check off what kind of cheese you want in your omelet. How can you have an omelet without cheese? We have American or cheddar. So what do you think I said? Did I say no thanks? Hell no. I said, okay, I'll have cheddar. And then she said, would you like some breakfast meat with that? The sausage here is excellent. I don't even like sausage. And I said, okay, I'll give that a try. And now I'm thinking, please don't mention hash browns. And fortunately, she didn't. So 10 minutes ago, I was determined to have a healthy breakfast. Determined. And now, because of this smiling, enthusiastic person who was making suggestions to me, 
this plate arrives, a huge omelet dripping with cheese, big side of sausage. And of course, I didn't ask for them, but there's a big, hot, greasy mound of hash browns, which I could have immediately sent back or dumped in the trash or separated and put in a to-go box and thrown that out or given it to an unhoused person if I could find one. A number of options, but I think we all know what happened. Yes, I ate the cheese omelet, the greasy hash browns, the sausage, loved every second of it, but it's not what I wanted to do. It was not what I set out to do. And here's the thing, the power of suggestion is extremely strong. And in this case, I fell for it, even though I knew it was unhealthy, even though my goal was to have a healthy breakfast, I fell for the power of suggestion. Why? Because the person presenting it was so enthusiastic. She was so into it. How could I say no? And this is why it makes me cringe every time I hear dentists and hygienists say something like, our patients don't want adult fluoride. Or when I hear a dentist or a team member who's making the schedule, appointing patients, suggesting treatment, say something like, our patients are extremely insurance-driven and they won't say yes to an uncovered service. Well, guess what? Guess what, amigo and amiga? If that's the case in your practice, it's your fault, either overtly or subconsciously. You have developed that pattern for your patients. And it's up to you to change it. I was in an office one time and on the schedule, they actually made a note of the patient's insurance and what it would and wouldn't cover. And they used that to present treatment. Now, holy moly. Yes, this practice is saying our patients are insurance driven. Yes, they're saying this. our patients only do what insurance covers because they're doing it. They're suggesting this to the patient. They've determined this and they have overtly made their patients insurance-driven patients. You know, the power of suggestion is extremely strong. Just think of if you present fluoride or treatment with the enthusiasm that this person did at the Loft Hotel in Delray Beach, Florida when trying to clog my arteries. And unlike my breakfast, fluoride and dental treatment are a healthy choice. If we get our patients to say yes to adult fluoride, to the best treatment we could suggest to them, we're giving them a healthy choice not an unhealthy choice, so even more reason to do it. I got to say the practices that we work with, that we coach, have an excellent track record of getting patients to accept fluoride treatment, scaling and root planning, lots of other revenue and health, revenue and health enhancing procedures. So, so many times, it's just a matter of making a sincere and enthusiastic recommendation. It really works. People love to be led. Sometimes it's just as simple as saying something like, okay, here's the next step. People love to be led to be told what to do, but you can't do it in kind of a, a lecturing tone or talking down to them or denigrating. Uh, 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 not even a little tiny bit. It's got to be enthusiastic. It's got to be sincere. And fortunately in dentistry, it's a healthy choice as well. So same with your team. Your team wants a great leader. Your team wants to be encouraged and challenged. So lead them, encourage them, challenge them. Don't shy away from it. I mean, people in general like to be led. Me too. It works. But challenge people. Be sincere. Be enthusiastic. I promise you this is an unbelievable way to get patients to say yes, to challenge team members to do better, and to grow the practice. So, wow. That's my semi-rant for today. Um, again, this was really based on a much shorter 
smaller e-letter I wrote last week. If you want to sign up for our e-letters, just go to matto.com, scroll all the way down. There'll be a great place for you to sign up and you'll hear from me a few times a week. Okay, now let's go to what I know you've all been waiting for, our mystery shopper calls of the week. I kept it really, really simple. I'm a new patient. I need a cleaning and checkup. Do you take my insurance? How much is it going to cost? All those easy things that a typical new patient would ask. So let's go over here to Command Central. Here's call number one. Uh, hi, how much is it to get a cleaning, a dental cleaning in your office? Um, it'll be around 2.30. That's the time I can come in, 2.30? No, I thought you said how much. I did, I did. Yeah, yeah, the cleaning's around 230 Oh, $230, I see, yeah. I see. Uh -huh. And is that covered by insurance? I have Delta. The CDHP through Medicaid? No, I don't know what that is. I have insurance called Delta Dental. Um, what is it through, though? Is it through your job? or? Yeah, it's through my job. My wife's oh. job, actually, yeah. So, yeah, we take that. Mm -hmm. Cool, cool, cool. And so then would I have to pay... Any or all of that $230, or is that totally covered, you think? Your insurance should cover the whole thing. Mm -hmm. Good, good, good. And do you ever have evening hours? An email? Yep. Dental? No, I'm sorry. I, I Maybe you're having trouble hearing me. Do you have evening hours? Oh, evening evening hours. hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, our last opening is at 3.30. Mm. Okay. All right. Great. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Okay. Bye. Boom. She wasn't great, but we did kind of get around to the fact that my cleaning and checkup would be covered by insurance. So that's certainly a plus for the patient. Then I asked for evening hours and she just said, no, no. Click, hang up. Now, I don't know anything about this practice, but I'm assuming if their last patient appointment is at 3.30, they probably open early. So she could have offered me a 7 a.m. Like, do you have evening hours? Um, well, we don't, but if that is a conflict with your work schedule, we've got really early, we can offer you 7 a.m. Maybe they're open a couple Saturdays a month. I don't know, but I'm guessing that they are. Offer something, even if you don't have any of those, try to get the patient on the schedule. Gee, she did absolutely nothing to try to appoint me. So I'm gonna have to say, epic fail. Okay, let's do another. Good afternoon. Thank you for calling Dental Care. This is Diana. Can I help you? Uh, yeah, I want to get a um, checkup and cleaning. I'm thinking about getting a checkup and cleaning. I've never been to your office um, at all yet. But do you take dental insurance there? Um, we actually are out of network with all insurances. Uh, what, what plan do you have? It's called Delta Dental. Do you get your employer? Yes. Get it through the state. It's through my employer. Okay. Um, so most um, employer-based Delta Dental plans do allow you to go out of network. Um, so uh, you would, you know, pay in full when you come in. We would submit the claims for you, and then Delta would reimburse you a portion directly. I see. So um, if you don't mind me asking, why don't you take Delta insurance? Everybody says it's really good insurance. We actually don't participate with any insurances. We're out of network with all insurances. Ah, and why is that? Uh, it's because when you participate, you're contracted with the insurance carrier um, you're to agree, agreed upon fee, 
for service. Mm -hmm. And that's mm -hmm. usually uh, much lower than the doctor's actual fees. Ah, I see. Okay, well, so that brings up another good question then. How much would, would it, um, what would be the expectation that it would cost me for a cleaning and checkup appointment? Well, um, how long has it been since you've seen a dentist? It's been about 10 or 11 months. Okay. Do you know if you had any um, recent full mouth or panoramic x-rays? Probably within the last two or three years, I had a lot of x-rays, yeah. Okay. Because the, the panoramic um, or the full mouth are usually done every three to three and a half years. Mm -hmm. um, the cost for that is either 143 or 153 depending on which one it is. Um, so if you had one of those and it was you had it sent to our office digitally, you know, and it's of good diagnostic quality, we wouldn't need to take one. Um, the bite wings are usually done once a year, okay, which are $88. Mm -hmm. If it's just a routine cleaning that you do need, that's 126 And then a new patient um, comprehensive examination is 126 so you're looking like 340, and then depending on the when your full mouth or pano was taken, right. I see. In addition to that, and then Delta would reimburse me a certain portion of that. Correct. Yeah. Right. And do you help probably. me submit that? Uh, probably how much do you think? Um, I would say they might reimburse you maybe like 40 percent. Mm -hmm. Oh wow. Okay. Less. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's not too encouraging, huh? Yeah. All right. If you're looking for someone that, you know, participates with your plan, you could maybe uh, call the number on your card. They mm -hmm. could give you the name of some offices in your area, and then you could kind of make a decision, you know, from there. Right. I got it. Okay. Well, thank you then. Okay. You're welcome. Right. Uh, sure. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. Wow, wow, wow. Way too much info about the x-rays, radiographs, whatever. Way too much. Zero attempt to get this patient in and let them know that they do have other patients who have insurance that come to them and they love the office and they get excellent treatment. I mean, none of that. None, none, none. And then suggested, oh, go call Delta. Boom, they'll take care of you. Huge lost opportunity. Remember, this patient called this office for a reason. Maybe they were referred or they live very close by, for some reason they call this office, so they want to go there. You know, don't make any assumptions. They called to ask about insurance, not say that they were only looking for a participating um, provider. So the next call is kind of similar. So let's do that one, and then we'll talk about this issue in general. Calling. Please press 1 to continue. Thank you for calling. Good afternoon, Dr. Office. This is Kim. Hi, are you seeing new patients in your office? Yes, we are. Oh, good. And can you tell me how much it is for a checkup and cleaning? A uh, cleaning exam with no x-rays would be 170 Mm-hmm. And how about with? Uh, depending on which x-rays you get, I'll tell you. For the panoramic x-ray, which is the full mouth, is 130 And bite wings for two would be 60 and for four would be 85 we don't generally do both things at one visit. It would be one or the other. Mm -hmm, I see. And um, do you take dental insurance? We don't participate with any insurance companies. Uh, some of them you can still come here as long as they have out-of-network coverage, and we would submit the claim for you. Ah, so how do I know? 
Um, well, you, what insurance is it that you have? It's called Delta Dental. Okay, so uh, Delta, um, if you don't go to a participating dentist, will not pay the dentist uh, directly. They'll pay the patient. So you would have to pay us um, if they have out-of-network coverage, and then they would reimburse you. Mm-hmm. I see. And why don't you take Delta Dental? Everybody says it's really good dental insurance. Um, well, he doesn't participate with any insurance companies. Mm-hmm. And Delta has all different plans, so it's not a broad uh, it can't be really a broad statement that it's a really good insurance. There are some that are good and some that are bad. Got it, got it, got it. Okay. And if I were to come in and get the checkup and cleaning, would you help me um, submit it to Delta, or is that something I'm kind of on my own for? No, we would do all the uh, paperwork for you. We send it in electronically. Um, if if uh, it were me, I would call Delta first just to make sure that they pay out-of-network providers. Most of their plans do, but there are a few that don't. So I would always verify. Okay, I see. Well, thank you so much then. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Okay, bye. Oh, she couldn't wait to get me off the phone. Again, we don't want you call Delta. Now, there's nothing wrong with saying contact Delta to verify. I mean, even better if the office does it for you. Um, but there's nothing wrong with saying that. But at least attempt to make the appointment and have them verify in the meantime. Now, you know, they both, both callers, the second and the third, were asked this question. Like, why don't you take Delta? What does it mean that you don't take insurance, et cetera, et cetera? And it's a really tough question. Um, but I think saying that that um, you are just you know you're not in network whatever that's one thing. I love the phrase unrestricted provider. We're unrestricted providers, which means that we can see any patients regardless of insurance. And our philosophy is, and again, you know, paraphrase this to your own needs. Of course, our philosophy is that we don't like to get insurance companies in between the patient and the doctor when it comes to making the best decisions for their health. Just something like that, and you know, we still can see you. And you will have to probably pay above and beyond what your insurance company reimburses. But rest assured, you'll be getting the absolute best treatment. It won't be based on your insurance. It will be based on your actual needs. And we have hundreds of patients who have insurance that come here because they love the treatment they get so much. Let's get you on the schedule. and We can even help you verify to see if they'll reimburse you. Something like that. Again, remember, this patient called you for a reason. They want to come to your office for a reason. Will many of them say, you know what, I don't want to come here anymore because you don't take my insurance? Sure, some will, some won't. Some will say you were recommended so highly or your location is so great or for whatever reason that I want to come here and at least try it out. So please at least make the effort and present it in a really positive way. Not we don't take insurance because their fees are too low. That makes you sound greedy. You don't like to let the insurance company get in between the patient and the best treatment. What Something good, spin it positively. All right, that's enough for today. If you want to chat about anything in your practice, if you're a practice owner, I want to talk about your practice with me. Just schedule on my calendar. Go to matto.com slash chat, M-A-D-O-W.com slash chat, or anybody, please, whether you're a practice owner, team member, associate dentist, anything, can send me an email, and I'd love to answer your question or see your comments. You can do that in my direct email. It's rich, R-I-C-H, at matto.com. M-A-D-O-W dot com. And don't forget to check out Stacks to save money every month on your credit card processing. Matto.com slash save. All right, I'm Dr. Richard Matto. Thanks so much for listening to the Dental Practice Fixers podcast. And I'll see you soon. Bye.